So this is Jennifer and I'm here with the City of You. And today I have the pleasure of meeting with DJ Get It, Youngstown's very own. Mm -hmm. What's going on? So how are you today? I'm good, how about you? I'm doing good. Um, so let's start off by who who is DJ Get It? Like who are you? Man, that's the first time somebody ever asked me that. <laughs> well, deep down I am a music lover. I'm a person who likes all the arts. You know, I'm a barber as well. And uh, I'm on barbershop, but I just like all the arts, any type of artsy thing, you know, from paintings to different types of music, or different art forms, dance, you know, anything of that uh, sort, you know, I kind of take an interest in, you know, I'm just a, a true lover of the arts, a lover of music, lover of good music, wherever it comes from, so. Have you, you know. always been, um, have you always had a love for music? Yes. Like, your whole life? Yep, my whole life. Uh, you know, when I was younger, I played instruments. Uh, a lot of people don't know, even though I was an athlete in high school, I won the music award, 8th and 12th grade. Oh, really? Yep, um, I was, I was, uh, I won the 8th grade music award when, um, with Miss, um, I think her name is Miss Cop. Yeah, the music teacher is Miss Cop. And then my music teacher, when I was in uh, 12th grade, I was in an ensemble city ensemble, won the music oh, award okay. too. So, what did you, what kind of instruments did you play? Well, I played, when I was younger, I played, uh, I played the trumpet. I played, uh, I messed around with the drums a little bit, but not really, it was like the trumpet. But when I got older, I taught myself how to play the guitar. Oh, really? And I actually sold my guitar for DJ equipment. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you you're like, I'm moving yeah, but, on to the next thing. Right, but I'm going to get it, I'm going to get it back though. But yeah, I self-taught myself how to play the guitar. Um, I used to play violin Sweet. when I was young. Yeah, Sweet. long, long time ago. And you see all these, you see all these violinists now? Yes, and, and I'm like, violins. I wish I would have stuck with it because maybe I could do that. I can't do that anymore, but yeah. you know, once upon a time. Right, right. But I know what you mean. Like, um, when you love one piece of music, it's hard not to love everything. You yes, know, like most definitely. You, you have a appreciation for it. Right. So, how did it, is that how it all began your DJ career? Like, or your love for DJing? Like, was it just the start of loving music that led to it? Well, the start of DJing happened. I was playing football um, in college. I just transferred. Well, I was at Washu. I played two seasons at Washu. Got hurt. I transferred out to a school in Pennsylvania called IUP. Played for IUP, and I did IUP for a semester. It wasn't really. Uh, it didn't go good. Well, I was kind of in out of injury still. Mm -hmm. That's why I transferred from Washu. But my my dude was dating my sister. He is a DJ. Will Tate. And he double booked a day. Oh, okay. And he asked me, you know, could he, could I cover? He said, you want to make a quick $300? I said, yeah, why not? Of I mean, course, right? at this time, this is, um, this is June of 2011. I was mopping floors at Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, okay. So I wasn't really making no money. Mm -hmm. I was staying with my parents. I mean, I was getting like one seventy five a check, mm. maybe every two weeks. I wasn't making no money, you yeah. know what I'm mean? saying? So three hundred dollars sounded what? pretty nice, right? Listen, in I, one day. Yes, I bought a new fitted. I bought some <laughs> chucks. I came there. I was, you know, saying so I was like, cool, like, all right, I'm about to. Man, and that back then I had locks. I got my hair done and everything. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, it's going. So um, it went well, actually. Um, from that wasn't the best experience. I won't go into detail, mm -hmm. but it wasn't the best experience. Um, but you know, my 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 uh, 
how should I say it? My the software on my laptop wasn't working very well, mm-hmm. so I DJed the whole party off of YouTube. Oh wow! My friend, my my friend Sal, Sal Bowles was around the corner. I said, Sal, I need your help. I I I have a gig. I just need your Wi-Fi. He like for sure, bro. I got you. Mm-hmm. So he come around the corner, plug his Wi-Fi, up, and we loading up five or six tabs at a time, and it was mashing. Wow. And they loved it. They had wow. time in their life. And they probably had no idea, no idea. Of the struggle that you were having. The lady, the lady, the lady thought I did so well. She gave me an extra hundred dollars. Wow. First gig out. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. And so then, but so then, but on the flip side, the stuff not going so well. I was so motivated uh, to to get it right. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like a true competitor. I'm almost, you know, deep down in my heart, I'm almost too competitive. I would never like be offensive to the outer world but in my mind like I be going over certain I'm so critical of myself or certain things and I had to I back all myself but when I was a kid I was very critical and I just wanted to make sure I was like mm-hmm. tight from there on out so that was the start of DJ Get It. So from that moment you knew like this is something I'm gonna continue to do. It's yeah. not just gonna be a one time game. It was it felt just felt natural. It felt good. It felt like, you know, at worst, you know, I mean I'm gonna play the right stuff. I might not be able to scratch right now. I might not be able to do all the other technicalities of DJing, but I can give you a good time. You isn't, know what I'm isn't that like an amazing feeling? Feeling like what you're what you're doing is what you love to do. Yeah. It's kind of like you know I can't believe that I get to have a career where I'm doing what I love. It doesn't mm-hmm. feel like work, you know. Most definitely, and it, it never feels like work. And honestly, um, you know, I used to dumb my love for music down because I had other talents. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't re- really. Like, I remember, um, you know, I was talking to sometimes people in my family, and I would say, uh, you know, you know, I'm, I'm going to be a DJ. And it was like, huh? <laughs> you know, because nobody never thought of me. You know, I was first team all state football player, got a Division one scholarship. I played, you know, I was, and I was a good football player. And before I tore my foot up, I, was, I started for Washu as a redshirt freshman, you know. So I would have been a four-year starter at Washu if I didn't get hurt, mm-hmm. you know. They just thought that I was going to go to NFL, right. you know, but that wasn't my plan, you know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, I just let I just let God lead me. Like, I, I didn't, you know, I didn't fight it. You know, I, when I felt like I was, it was time to play, it wasn't time to play no more. You know, when it was football was done, I just told my parents, I mean, I just think it's time for me. Especially when I got hurt. You know, I never been, I never got hurt. When I got hurt, it wasn't the fact that I gave up. It's just the fact that I just couldn't get back to what I was. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I couldn't move the same, man. You know, it, it just wasn't, it wasn't the same. And I knew in my heart, like, there's something else for me to do, you know, like, so. Well, it's, I think it's good that you followed that feeling because it obviously worked out for you. Most definitely. Most so definitely. not only are you a DJ, but you're a business owner, mm-hmm. which, you know, for our generation and our town is, to me, such an amazing thing. I because it. I feel like that is... Uh, you know, a big inspiration to those that are, un- like, younger than us and that mm-hmm. look up to us to show them, like, you know, you don't have to follow the wrong path, but you can do something on your, you know, on yeah. your own. So how did, how did you know, your um, barbershop come about? Well, barbershop came about, um, uh, let's see, let's get a timetable for that. So I started DJing in 2011. I figured out that I was going to go to barber school um, at the end of 2012. I cut hair ever since I was 12 years old. Even oh, wow. when I, even when I, um, you know, even when so I, you had these talents since yeah, you were a kid. kid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, because I was tired of spending my money, um, mm-hmm. you know, for, for my allowance. Like, my mom was, yeah, I clean up, like that. I'm going to give me $20 a week. But I, I was like a, a pretty boy when I was younger. I don't know why, <laughs> but I always like to 
wore a do-rag and brushed my hair, you know, I was, and especially, you know, 11, 12, y'all started getting the girls, whatever, you know what I'm saying, so my mom, you know, I told her, I said, I want to learn how to cut my own hair, you know, I'm tired of spending my money, so my mom, for my, uh, for my 12th birthday, she gave, she bought me a pair of clippers, and I'm talking about clippers like I use today, she bought me, um, you know, um, my mom and my dad brought me clippers, uh, it was, they were, they were, they were like real $89 clippers, so I started learning how to cut my hair, uh, within, you know, maybe three or four months, I started cutting my dad's hair. And my dad, he takes a cut, you know, everybody calls it fade. So you got to know how to blend. So my dad stepped me through the blend, how to blend, how to give a nice natural line. And from there on, you know, it was good. Every year I would see improvement. And by the time I got about, you know, uh, 14, I was cutting my friend's hair. Oh, wow. Like 13, 14. So I was making money, mm -hmm. you know, cutting friend's hair like uh, eighth grade. Wow. So, yeah, so it was cool, you know. Um, just trying to be self-sufficient. You know, my parents gave me tools to just, hey, if you want to do that, they, they, they were they were blue-collar workers, but they also were business-minded too, mm -hmm. you know. They know they, they know in their area that they didn't have, you know, people um, – that wasn't the popular thing to do with Starcher stuff. The popular thing to do was go to school, get a degree, work. work. Right. It was safe. You know what I'm saying? So but now my mother, you know, she always told us and my father, you know, you know, just just go out there and just, you know, if that's you, that's you. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So, you know, but I ain't gonna lie, they had a they had a little pro issue with me not playing sports. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they had a little cause you know, everybody envisioned me as like I said, an athlete, but yeah. you know, but that thing you know, they they put with, with entrepreneurship and you know, being your own boss and stuff. Yeah. That's been since I was a kid. Wow. Yeah, that's amazing. You know, and you grew up in Youngstown, right? I mean, mm -hmm. Southside, did you grow South up? Southside, yeah. Southside. You know, I, I've always said that if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. anywhere. And I think that so many people from the city are just so driven mm -hmm. because for most of us, you know, not, like you were saying, like nothing was handed to us. Mm -hmm. You had to go out and, and get it yourself. Yeah, most definitely. So, you know, I think that, you know, what you're doing with your business is, is an example I of doing that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, lately I've seen a lot on social media with you going on. Mm -hmm. You have celebrities shouting you out. You have a lot of, you know, big gigs coming up. So, like, did you ever expect to be no. in that place? Like, did you <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I'm going to be honest, man. I never, uh, never even thought of that. Like, I never thought it would get to that point, you know. And I'll just be honest with y'all. I didn't start taking DJ serious till last year around this. Last year, about end of April, because mm -hmm. my son was my son was born in end of March, and you know, I, I, at one point in time, you know, two years ago, I was gonna sell my DJ equipment. Mm -hmm. I was gonna sell it, just be a barber. You know, I was making good money being a barber. You know, I had. To, Booth. I mean, this this is a good business. I got a lot of the top people in their profession working here. Mm -hmm. So, I was going to be a barber, you know what I'm saying? But something kept itching me, like, nah, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, I just I just dove all in. I recreated myself. Got uh, got with Repstar Graphics. Got some graphics done to restart, promote myself again. And how I first started, you know, one key point was when I landed that Virginia Beach gig mm -hmm. um, last summer. And from there on, when I got there and I really seen that, you know, how they rock with me down there, like, it was different. Like, it just was different. Mm -hmm. You know, like, like, like here is people, people, they rock with you, but they don't rock with you till you, like, fly over the city. And it's, I mean, it's okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, like, the true just support, like, like, like when they came, like, 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 when, like when they see me come 
and they, oh, you from here? Oh, that's what's... And I was like, man, this is feel good. Mm-hmm. Because I'm used to, because, you know, people in Yonsei, we got real problems. Mm-hmm. And it's not their fault. You know, it's just that people going to the club and saying, well, I need this to rock because I done had this hard week. Yeah. Or somebody may have spent... Ten and fifty dollars to get in. Right. You know, yeah. so it's a different. It's a different attitude here. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying you really gotta hit the club over the head to really get it rocking, and that's where my aggressive attitude on the turntables come from, mm-hmm. because I'm so used to just having to just jump start it. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying, but they was ready to jump start me. Like they was ready to kick. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready to kick it. So how it was a great night to a point where they they I had my second date for Virginia Beach by the time I left. Wow. So. They were said so, so they were and I was just, I was a building point. Then we go to um to uh December, the DJ battle. DJ yeah. battle with me and JL. That was a building point. And then people could see that I could do multiple multiple things. I just wasn't a hood DJ. Mm-hmm. I could go, you know what I'm saying? When I hood, I'm gonna say urban. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I'm gonna go, um, I could go back to the old school nineties hip hop, I could do right. whatever, I could it all multifaceted type of guy, you know what I'm saying? And then um Another uh, a situation that put the icing on the cake was, uh, you know, it was a lot of, you know, um, you know, uh, unpredictability like far as like with with, uh, with my DJ because after the DJ battle, my videos on Facebook started going viral. Oh yeah. Like I started getting like twenty five, thirty thousand views, DJing on my live mix show, and Keelan's party was the next week. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, let's see now. Now I'm back to my home. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't did my stuff like my little gigs. But they was little gigs. Mm-hmm. Keelan Party is always known to be a big one. So I figure if I get six, seven hundred in a room. Right. You know what I'm saying? Show, show them. Yeah. Yep. And then from there on, you know, no disrespect to nobody. But people, I, I had it going so good that people thought that, you know, I, was, I DJ better than the, uh, the Jingle Jam. Mm-hmm. You know, like the music was better at this party than it was the Jingle Jam. And the Jingle Jam... They always bring celebrities, you know, band camp come home and stuff like yeah. that. And, you know, like I said, no digs at nobody, but just the fact that I would even be in those conversations kind of solidified our reputation. Then from there on, I kept building, went back to Virginia Beach um, February. And then after that, when the videos kept going, I kept putting out work out there and started getting more and more opportunities. You know what I'm saying? So it just really, like, just... It just took off. Yeah, it just kept building. It just kind of like I blinked my eyes and it was here. I just... Because I, I just felt that if I'ma just go in on it, I'ma do it all like all I can. I know as far as artists and being anything in any business, you gotta invest in yourself. Right. You know, just like here, you know, reason why people like this place because you know they remember how it was before and they see it now. You know, like I didn't I didn't add things since I've been here. You know, so I didn't added the wall, I didn't added you know case to like kind of bring that whole environment to let people know like, hey, I'm serious about serving the people. And that's the same with DJ. I'm serious about serving people. So, you know, you come with me, at least you're going to have a good time. Right, at least, right. And I think that, you know, a lot of times when your your motive is not to, like, blow up, but instead to just do what you love and what you have a passion for, that's when you do end up blowing up. Because you're not, you know, you're just focused on the craft of it and the art behind it. And that's when, you know, it takes off in a way that you probably didn't expect it to. Yep, because in music, I don't want your pocket. Like, I want your mind. Right. Like, I want you to think about it. I want your heart. Like, I want you to be like, man, like, this dude got to me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, I want you to... Wake you up the next morning, like, I had a... Like a really good time right, last right. night. You know what I'm saying? Because it ain't it ain't about nothing else. Like all the money in the world, 
or whatever influence is bigger than money. Mm-hmm. If I got influence, I tell because if, if if you're influenced by me and you're influenced, and if my influence is pure, you'll support me. Period. Because who wouldn't want to support in this tainted world? Who wouldn't want to support something genuine? And that's what I try right. to. That's what I try to be. I don't know. And we all businessmen. We all want to, you know, provide for our families and third. But but you provide by giving an undeniable experience. You know, and once you do that, and that's anything you're doing, any type of if you give somebody an undeniable experience, not just a product. If you have a great product and experience, just be crap. Mm-hmm. But if you give somebody an undeniable experience from talking wherever it was a quick conversation or whatever, they're coming back. So that's all. That's what I work on. So what's next? For you, do you feel like you're just gonna keep seeing where it can take you, your DJing career and your business? And well, I feel like um, a record, well, a record label, it go out and go. Un, uh, I won't put a name on it, but um, a record label asked me I'd be okay with not cutting hair no more, mm-hmm. and I said I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I said I don't know, you know, and and, it, and I don't know if he was testing me, but I gave my honest, a, a, a honest, you know, how I feel because I love, I love this too, and I built this place with my bare hands. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't get no business loan or nothing. I built this everything in here. I put it in here, furnished from sinks to whatever, did it all, and um, like I just, I don't know, you know, but. Yeah, most definitely. I want. I want to see where it takes me. I want, I'm gonna keep building. I'm gonna keep building with artists. You know, whether artists is in the industry or it's independent, I treat everybody the same. I treat my young sound guys like they made it. That's why I don't call them local. If you ever see um, any type of post that I ever say about young sound artists, I say young sound artists. I don't say local artists because there's nothing about our talent local. Like we have world-renowned talent you just have we to do. think that way we do this city is full of so much talent and so much potential it, and and like it it shows when people from here start venturing off into other places and you start to see oh my god they're from here yeah. like you know i remember when they left i remember yeah. when they said you know like I'm, I'm gonna go and take this somewhere else and it's just amazing the talent that we have in this city like, right and and it's so crazy because artists have to understand artists and DJs is that the power of digital footprints when you're on social media they don't know where you're from mm-hmm. they just know what they see right so if you put yourself on an even playing field to promote yourself via social media you know um, taking use of those sites that you know can help you now it might cost you a little bit just a little bit but if you can really reach out and really see and really they're, they're costly there's a lot of cost efficient promo from pages that have a million viewers, two million right. viewers, and it's very cost efficient because their volume is big. So they could charge you forty dollars. But you times that forty by a thousand, that's cool. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, like like I say, it's just people have to just um illuminate their minds and, and really yeah, just figure out, you know, how to, 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 to put yourself in the best position to succeed. You know, whether it's if you're local, just like it's like I I'll make an example. Facebook I don't have to promote on Instagram. I mean, uh, my barbershop, I don't have a promo on Instagram, but um, this is a Facebook thing because it's regional. It's local. Right. It's a local, it's a, young, it's a Youngstown deal, Youngstown more. So I could promote myself on Facebook here and it's fine, my business will flourish. But if I take this to Instagram and I want somebody to come from Oregon or Washington, they're not going to do that, but right. they come from my music. Yeah. So it's just different. You have to figure out what is where. And then you promote it as such. You know what I'm saying? So there's a lot of things with business just understanding your market. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times people want to 
open a business and, and they be and they'll be they'll be so excited or they'll, they'll be so overwhelmed with with certain things that they don't figure out the simplicity of how to really make this business work you know what i'm saying right. Said investing in yourself, whether it's money or time, yes. or even knowledge of how to go about it, is the most important thing. So, yes, most definitely. Well, I think that you know, if you continue um, to be the genuine artist that you are, then you're going to do great. I and I think that you already have, and that you continue will continue to make the city proud. I appreciate it. Thank no you. problem. Thank, Thank you. you. Yep.